Hello, I'm Leslie Dudley Corbell, and I'm Diane Doucette Matthews. Welcome to The Mind of a Child. We're so glad you've joined us for today's conversation. So let's settle in. Take a deep breath together and see what we can talk about. Yes, Leslie, what are we going to be talking about today? Well, we've had listeners ask us some questions, and they've been wanting to know how to deal with hard topics with children, things they're seeing on the news or things that happen in the family. And so today we thought we'd cover some of that and just Mm -hmm. talk about some general things to keep in mind when hard things happen. Hard things, even including if they lose a loved one, how to handle that. So what are some first things to consider? First things for me, and I was talking to a parent the other day, and they said, hey, can you tell me a little bit about what's going on in the world today? And they said, you know, I've been keeping the news off Mm. because I have young children. So my first thought was yay for you for being so (laughs) aware of your children's needs Mm -hmm. and for seeking news elsewhere. They didn't want to have that 24-hour news cycle on. And I know there's an adult who is interested in what's going on in the world and in my community I do want to know these things. Right. And so I think it's important to be mindful of what we expose our children to and seek other ways of getting information ourselves. That's so that's, right. that's kind of a first things first. So consider turning off the news. Children really are listening and paying attention to what's on, what's being heard, what they're seeing, what images they're seeing, that's right. even if you think they're not paying attention. Yeah, because they can't always distinguish between what's real and what's not real. And then they can think, Uh uh-oh, is all this going to happen to me and my family? That's the main point, that they Mm -hmm. think about those things in terms of themselves. They don't understand it. They can't comprehend it. So we need to consider the age of the child because Mm -hmm. we don't want to hide things from them, Mm -hmm. but we don't want to unnecessarily just give out too much information. So what Mm -hmm. are some things we need to consider when we talk about age-appropriate information? Yeah, I think when they're under the age of seven or eight... I would go on a more of an answer questions mm, That's good idea. If my child comes to me with questions about something that they've heard about, seen something at someone's house, heard about it at school from another friend, then answer their questions simply, directly, yeah. and honestly. Yeah, and some kids are going to ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Don't answer more than what they ask for. Uh, but you know what? I was thinking about this too. Sometimes... There's some kids that won't ask the questions, but they'll just be pondering these things. And you may notice a change in their behavior. Mm -hmm. So it would be good to maybe ask the teacher, have you been discussing what's going on in the world right now? If there's some things going on, as we know right now, you know, have y'all been discussing this in the classroom? And then just ask your child, what do you know about what's going on? Initiate the conversation and then maybe they will talk about it and just don't over answer the questions, you know, the information. And I think you pointed out another good thing to keep in mind too is being observant of your child. Yes. So if you notice more behaviors, whether it's they're moody, they're withdrawn, they're clingier than usual, Mm. they want to be around you all the time, they're emotionally volatile. Any if you notice changes in their behavior, their their lenses are not adult lenses. They don't see the world anything like we see the world. They see it in terms of their family, you know, very young children, three and under. You know, a baby thinks about, obviously, the mom, you know, Mm. so their circle gradually grows and grows to include their whole family, their neighborhood, their community, until the age of nine where they finally are starting to be more aware of 
other people in the world. They begin having empathy for others in the world, being concerned about things that are far away. So there's a huge spectrum in there. Mm-hmm. Their concern mostly is their world. Yes, about safety. Mm-hmm. And like we mentioned before, they're just going to think more so about is this going to happen to me and my family? Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of... So when they see those things, if they see Mm -hmm. it on the news, they're not going to be able to sleep. They're going to be anxious. There's going to be unrest in their little hearts and minds. So don't overspeak it. Don't give out too much information. Leslie, you had a story about... When you were younger, you were... Yeah. <laughs> I was very worried when I was a little girl because there was a constant news. We were having drills at school for, you know, if a bomb is dropped from another country on, on our school, this is where you, what you will do. And so I was very fearful of war. Mm. And so then when my daughter was growing up and was fearful of some current events and things happening that she'd learned about at school. You know, I think it's important that we share that we had fears too when we were young. And that there are, in this case, we're talking about war, fought around the world as long as the world has been. That's right. Had people on it. (laughs) So yeah, that's so pretty much from the beginning. That in itself is reassuring that this is nothing new. Yes. That there are wars. But for you to share that with Madeline, you Mm -hmm. know, that you just opened up and said, you know what, I have the same fears. That probably calmed her. It did. did. Yeah, it definitely calmed her. That's great. And you prayed for her, I'm sure, with her. But our kids are going to feel what we Mm -hmm. are, what our attitude or Or affect, our mood. Yeah, our mood. That was a tough (laughs) word. That's what I was trying to say. Whatever our mood is, that's what they're going to go with. You bring up something important there, too, about the parents. You know, so Mm -hmm. if the child feels safe and is reassured by the parent, Mm -hmm. then the child is going to feel safe no matter what is going on around them. The parent helping the child make meaning of what could be a traumatic experience is a really important thing. And if we're very anxious and worried and concerned, you know, we've, we've talked about the scripture all the time, mm-hmm. Philippians 4, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication, make your requests known to God and the God of peace will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So if we are practicing that boundary with our thoughts, mm-hmm. That's going to roll over into our kids. That's an important point, too, because as we talked about, there have been wars, there have been things that happened in the past, there have been events mm-hmm. where there was something involving weather. You know, there are, there are big events that oh, are seen yeah. on TV all the time, whether it's riots or violence or whatever they're seeing on TV. Those things are going to happen. And as much as we do to model for them yes. and show them how to handle these things and what how you can find peace in those moments prepares them for the lifetime of it. That's right. Like you talked about earthquakes, the hurricanes, the tornadoes. I mean, they happen all the time. So -hmm. that's what we're doing. Once again, we're talking about training and teaching your children to cope with life situations. Mm -hmm. It's just a part of life. So you had mentioned prayer. For our listeners, I don't know if you're familiar with the ACTS model. So A is adoration, C, confession, T is thanksgiving, and S is supplication which is praying for yourself and others. And so for us, this was really important because spending time in adoration, naming the attributes and characteristics of God, loving him for that is calming yes, in, itself, in itself, Drawing you're drawing near to his presence when you're adoring him. And so that in itself was calming. The thanksgiving, the seeing his faithfulness, that is reassuring and calming. The Acts prayer model, not was, it is yes. a very important prayer. I like to do that when I'm swimming, just in adoration. And don't be surprised 
if there's hard times going on in the world and we're adoring God and saying all these good attributes that kids go, okay, well, if God's so good, why is there war? Mm -hmm. Why is there bad things that happen? So be prepared. Yeah. You know, we know our kids are here for one reason is to sharpen us in our faith. Yeah. So be prepared for that question. Be prepared for those questions. How would you answer that, Diane? You know, I would say God's character never change. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And that's what the scripture teaches. There's a spiritual warfare going on. We know that at the end of the Bible, the revelation, that would be my answer. And then if there's more questions, it's okay to say, you know, I don't know that. I don't know the answer to that right now. I'm praying about that too. Let's think about that. We'll revisit that tomorrow or something. And then I'd go to Hank. Hank, let's talk about this. (laughs) That's my husband. So two things I hear there that one is how great it is that our God is an unchanging God. Oh, amen. And how much comfort that has brought to me in my life to Mm -hmm. know that I can count on his faithfulness and his constancy. We don't have to always know the answer on the spot. And it's also a good thing to to model that. Let's look for the answer. Let's go to our Bible and read about it. Ask someone that can answer those questions. You know, we always need to be honest with our kids about our faith. Mm -hmm. We don't know the answers to everything either. But God's going to teach us. Yeah. Um, part two, I think it's it's a very good subject to talk about and a hard subject to talk about. Death. When mm-hmm. we lose somebody we love. How do you want to introduce this topic? I think we can think about first the things that we talked about that we want to answer the children's questions mm-hmm. with honest, short, simple answers. Mm-hmm. When I was thinking about this, I thought in a family that goes to church, like our family growing up, When we went to church every, well, we went all year, but Easter, Christ is risen from the dead. Mm -hmm. He has gone up to heaven. Well, that subject's going to be broached. And Jesus died. Well, how did he die? Well, they're going to know that he was crucified on the cross, and you're going to answer them simply. And was in the grave, and he rose and went to heaven. You're going to answer those simply. Mm -hmm. And then also when pets die, what did Billy Graham say? When I was a child, I read the Billy Graham column in the newspaper every day, and and a lot of the things that he phrased so simply and beautifully really stuck with me through my childhood. And even to this day, I lean on those. And one thing that he wrote in his column was that heaven was going to have everything that we needed in it. It was going to be this perfect place. As a child, I thought, well, if it's going to have everything I need, of course my dog will be there when I'm there. I agree. In Revelation, it says... He will wipe away every tear from our eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old, old things will pass away and the new will come. Well, if we're not going to be in any pain and we're not going to be crying, we're going to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're going to be full. We're that's gonna right. We're going to have be everything full. we need. I mean, that's what that refers to. Yeah. So, yes. That yes. was very comforting to me. So, I think you're right. Is more The more that we talk about these types of things with children, when we're calm, and just having a good time, maybe sitting, having breakfast, or, or just sitting out under a tree. It takes away the fear. Yes. Because that's what Jesus did. He died to take away the pain and the sting of death. So when we lose a loved one, if they know Jesus, they're going to heaven. You know, children will miss their family member or someone close to them that has died. And so having opportunity to talk about them, remember them, and we have a whole another episode on remembering. Having that celebration, just living with those thoughts and those memories and pictures and talking about how much you love them and how much you enjoy spending time with them is healthy. 
We don't yes. want to just not ever talk about this again. Talk about them and talk about the good times and remember and reminisce and... And give thanks. And give thanks for them. There's going to be some children that are going to have negative or hard emotions and feelings like maybe guilt or anger or just stuff their feelings. What about a child who feels guilty? Well, since young children don't really always understand what has happened, if we don't talk about things, you know, plainly and directly and honestly, they will, they could think about it differently. Mm-hmm. So let's say a child feels guilty because maybe one time they were mad at that person. Mm-hmm. And so they think, well, maybe I caused their death. You know, their level of comprehension and understanding is just very different from right. an adult's. They could be angry that the person died. That's why it's so important to give simple, clear, honest, mm-hmm. direct answers to their questions to help them understand on their level what has happened. It's important that we help them handle their emotions in a healthy way as we've talked about leading them in prayer, giving their feelings to God, acknowledging and validating their feelings that they're having is very healthy. And to remember Mm -hmm. that there's no time on grief. Mm -hmm. It can be shorter for someone else, and it can be much, much longer for another person. And with kids, it's the same way. Uh, A tip, you probably do want to let the school know that a death has occurred. When children have feelings, and adults... When we have feelings that we don't handle in a healthy way, mm-hmm. we express them through our behavior. Right. So for a child that might look like withdrawing, all the things we listed at the beginning of the episode about withdrawing, extreme emotions, aggression, hiding, running away, any number of things, yeah. inability to pay attention, all of those things can be signs that your child is having some feelings that they're not addressing. Yes, it'll be very hard for you as the parent, because you're probably experiencing great pain with Mm -hmm. the loss too, but if you can keep the schedule very consistent at the home, that's very helpful for the child and for everyone involved. So thank you for bringing that up. Yes. Consistent routine. Consistency is is always a good thing. And, you know, like we said before, let them know that you're sad too. That will let them feel that you're with them because we need each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and they just feel like they belong. And I would add to, you know, be active, Mm. go outside and play, Mm. spend time running around, playing, Mm -hmm. being active, do all the things that we know to do that help keep our bodies healthy, Uh help lift our mood, do all the things that we know are good for our our bodies. Yeah, even though it's so, so hard to do that, have some people that will encourage you and help you to do all that. So to wrap up, some things to think about. First, keep TVs turned off when children are around. Find your news source somewhere else. Keep things age appropriate. Answer questions as they ask them and don't feel the need to add extra information to it. Answer their questions honestly and directly and observe their behavior to let you know if you should follow up with them. Keep your routines consistent, stay active, play, connect with one another, spend meaningful time together. And remember that you set the tone. Reassure your child that you love them and that you're keeping them safe. Dear Lord, thank you for that you you are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And we rest in that. In your name, amen. Thanks for listening. Check out our Instagram at the Mind of a Child Pod. 
or you can email us at themindofachildpodcast at gmail.com.